0: Hi, I'm Jack. And I'm Kevin. This is good company in the car. She can't help it, the girl can't help it. She can't help it, the girl can't help it. She walks by, the mean folks getting it. Okay, so Liz says Missouri School District brings back paddling to discipline its students. I think that's a good idea.
1: Okay, <laughs> well, that's for discipline, Jack. You know that.
0: Well, of course. Ha ha ha!
1: All right, we're recording, so okay. oh, lovely.
0: You do, you, yeah. So, but you know, I think I don't. I, I, I understand. Okay, here I, I'm very torn when it comes to corporal punishment. punishment, because it can Mm-mm. be abused. It can be, and it has can been. be abused. However. Uh-huh. If the kids I was not a bad kid. No. But I got in trouble for talking and laughing right, and being loud and, mm-hmm. and silly stuff like that. So I did get I think I in my whole school career I got paddled maybe twice. Yeah, I maybe. don't recall
1: ever that. I know that was a thing, but I never did. And right. I went to Catholic school too Ooh. for a couple of years and then I was oh, never we didn't get Oh camp, my god, but Frank. No, but you and you hear Frank, Frank it was like he was in these horror the Viet Cong yeah, prison yeah, yeah, in yeah. North <laughs> Vietnam. <laughs> He can't say enough bad yeah, about him. It was really bad. Oh. And uh, Spare so the run and spoil the child, though. but I
0: think part of it is is kids now they have no fear of. Getting into yeah. any trouble and or yeah.
1: uh, what consequences? I mean, we're we're definitely getting old, but it does. I think it is an acknowledged oh, my trend. God, God, I'm so old that that like you know teenagers and and uh, because and, to me know, not, you, and
0: me getting in trouble in school was one thing.
1: Please don't tell my tell mom. Them, yeah, and the oh right
0: now. my, and the God. teachers
1: were always right. So you didn't you know it was not a. Oh no no
0: no no no. Um, my my parents did not have that. Oh my did. kid does no wrong. Mine oh did. no
1: no no. No my kid my kid's always in the wrong. <laughs> (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No,
0: I I didn't necessarily have that, but my thing was is if I've gotten in trouble at school and I've gotten Mm -hmm. paddled, Mm -hmm. and my mom finds out about she she you're good at twice as hard when you get home. Yeah. Because if you've done something to warrant that, Mm -hmm. you're you're in deep shit. Well, I'm kind of saying the same thing. Well, but I. I jokingly have always said I had a mortal fear of my mother mm-hmm. and it wasn't because she ever hit me or beat me it was like that 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 weird don't disappoint her, make her mad, make her angry. Don't embarrass
1: thing. me. Don't make us look bad in no, public. No, no,
0: no. That, no, that no? was not my thing. My Embar- thing no, was- no, no, I
1: don't mean don't embarrass me in public, but don't make the school be like you're a problem kid, your teacher paddle you. No, 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 no. You're not, no, no. I'm, I not I, I'm totally I, my, misunderstanding what you're saying.
0: Okay, well, I'm trying to explain it. My, I was scared to death of getting in trouble at home. Right. I did not want my mom to be mad my mom. I did not want my mom to be mad at me mm-hmm. because I did something wrong in public. Right. So the idea of getting paddled at school, I was kind of like, okay, I can handle it because as long as mom doesn't know about it. But if I got a note or something, please call us. But oh my but that's, God. But that's kind of what I'm saying. If my parents found out I got in trouble at school,
1: there was no did like you ever get in trouble? A couple of times. But For you know what? Just yeah, talking out of turn talk, being right. sarcastic to a teacher right. but but i'm agreeing with you okay. i'm saying if they found out that i i got in trouble right. and, and, and when you got home you were gonna
0: get it you know and, and you know and it was funny because i think about these kids that i went to school with who were constantly in trouble right. they were constantly in trouble for something being not bad just not being good kids mm-hmm. that's all I'm gonna say not being good kids and I'm like aren't you scared of your yeah, mom aren't you scared of your them? parents
1: and no they weren't I, I remember did. The one, Ricky I did. Ricky last name with a K yeah. in, in elementary school middle school he you know but his parents didn't give a shit they just said they were rednecks and they didn't <laughs> care he got in trouble they didn't care no
0: I uh, my mom's gonna kill me I I I've said that often. Oh, yeah. my mom will kill me! Like that was a, a statement. Well, you know what? That leads us very nicely
1: into tonight's episode because someone really did get killed. <laughs> Literally got killed.
0: Smooth <laughs> segue,
1: Kevin. Well, you try it.
0: <laughs> well, I don't. Well, well, listen, listen. I'm I'm here to look pretty. You're the smart one. I'm the one on the pictures. So, all right, we're heading down to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, (laughs) Jacksonville, Florida.
1: It's January. You're not doing it right. You're not doing it right. Uh, It's what January 2003. This is Forensic Files. Forensic Files, season
0: ten. Season
1: ten, episode seven. Episode. Seven. One for the road. One for the road. Jacksonville, Florida, January 2003, and we meet Mike Garvin, who is with Magnolia Properties. He's a very successful real estate agent, and I he would, and his wife. I want to pause you. I want to pause yeah? you.
0: I do not believe he was that successful of a real estate agent. Oh, that's what they said. Well, that he said they lived a high life. Right. They did not say he was a successful. No, they did.
2: Mike Garvin. Was a particularly good real estate agent.
0: Well, maybe he couldn't have been that successful. Okay, but, but say that well, for the after Well, because of party. the information that we find out later, okay. he was then obviously he was really bad at money. files is setting us up that he is a very successful
1: realtor. Okay, conspicuous but I, consumptions a big deal in in Florida and Jacksonville. And but I want
0: to say, okay. looking at his the picture on his business card and yeah. subsequent uh, research. research, he was not a. When I think of a a prosperous Mm -hmm. real estate agent... Mm I think of somebody who is better than mildly attractive mm-hmm. and has a super personality. When I think of a uh, successful realtor,
1: I think dollar signs. I don't care what they look like. I don't care about their personality. If they're selling a lot of properties, that's a successful. But realtor. But I'm
0: telling you that, that, that if they're selling well, they're good looking and they they have personality plus, etc. Okay, you, well, you cannot. You the, I I will die on this hill. Okay, you cannot have a real estate agent who is uh, an unattractive unappealing person, and he seemed unattractive and unappealing to me just from the two pictures that I saw of him. All right, well, you could send a that note is... to Forensic Files because they said... Well, you so... have your opinions, and I have... Why what? are you being like this? I'm, I'm just, expressing I'm not- an opinion. Why are you a <laughs> i just telling you what forensic files i said. understand that and that's why i said let's pause this i wanted to make a statement and you'd rather argue with me about my opinion than what uh, forensic files is i'm not doubting forensic files they led a very good life but as it was pointed out in this story she was paying for everything we that's all i'm about saying later and
1: let's go okay so um, Paul Pinkham is a reporter for the Florida Times Union.
3: They were a fairly prominent couple, the upscale Mandarin
0: neighborhood community of Jacksonville he had been president of the Mandarin community club and she was very active in uh, local politics down there.
1: So in January of 2003, uh, they had a bit of a cold streak in Jacksonville, North Florida. And and I know that people in Florida, North Florida will drive down South just to get (laughs) away ahead of these cold fronts. So they went down to key West for a mini vacation. And this is Nancy fix. She's Shirley's cousin. And she's here for a lot of this episode.
3: Shirley, once she retired from working, became very, quite active. We were all very thankful to see that they were doing things together, and that they enjoyed it. So they're staying at the Quality Inn in Suites. Wait wait wait. wait, 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 Okay, I'm going to
0: talk about Nancy Fix. All right, you know, you know your standard. What is what is your statement, Spencer? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> No no no, you have the statement uh uh central casting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Central casting stuck up snob bitch girl, woman. Uh huh. She's of a certain her. age. Okay. This is her. Pointy nose, pointy mm. chin. She, she looks she, like she smells something. She looks like a carrot. She looks like a major carrot. Yeah. Now I'm not trying to say anything bad about her, I just, did. It. I just <laughs> did I just did. I didn't I don't I'm not trying to say that, but she just came across like she's pretty hard, man. Yeah. She, she speaks to yeah. managers. So the,
1: yes. the quality in and sweets which is out on Roosevelt Boulevard on Key West, if you've ever been. And the first morning they are there, Mike heads over to the pharmacy, a Walgreens, to pick up a prescription for
0: Shirley. That made no sense to me.
1: Uh, but go ahead. Uh, well, this is already... The, the, I'm waiting for him to then come back, lovingly draw her a bath, and wake her with a kiss. You know what I mean? <laughs> these, these couples have been together forever.
0: Like, the, that guy back in St. Louis who yes. drowns her. I, I agree with you. And of course, me, I'm thinking, this couple was in their 50s, right? Mm, yeah. You don't go... Away without you, not have all your shit. Yeah, so he gets back and she's not there. Uh, he thinks
1: maybe she just went for a walk or something, but he's not too alarmed. So, this is Bill Larkin, he's a homicide detective in Key West.
0: He thought maybe his wife went to a restaurant for breakfast or might have taken a walk down to the beach.
1: So, now we hear from her friend Emma Willis, and she's doing this thing that I can't stand in people that she talks so softly that you can barely hear. She, hi, um she was surely really like
0: wasn't share. she
3: her cousin?
1: and just her friend her oh, cousin's okay. Nancy uh, oh, the fix okay. woman but anyway she lamely describes Shirley as a world class shop
3: Shirley was a world class shopper and spent hours talking and shopping and come home with ap- having purchased absolutely nothing but we would have considered it a very successful shopping day
1: I don't know. That sounds lame to me. She goes out for hours and hours and doesn't buy anything and that, that's a successful shopping because
0: trip. Because shopping is a day. You go out, you look what you can find, you go have lunch, you're with your friends. I yes. don't get it. Because you're not a shopper.
1: I'm not. But when
0: you're... I was a shopper, yeah. that was a you didn't have to necessarily buy anything. Were you a world-class shopper? I used to be. Many, 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 It just many, seems many, like many a weird flex. And I now it's adjusted to thrift stores. But it's the same. You know, I make a whole day out of it. So, you know. Well, Mike discovers
1: that she Shirley has left her purse and wallet in the room, but if she goes shopping for hours and never buys anything, she doesn't need her wallet. But did you notice what brand the wallet was? I did not see the wallet, but the purse was Vera Bradley. Uh, it was East St. Laurent. Yeah. You are for sure know well, that. I'm pretty sure it was y, that YSL
0: logo. Okay. Well, the, the purse was Vera Bradley. I Is that did good? see the That's that quilted fabric stuff that a lot of uh, upper middle class white women carry. Okay. You know, Vera Bradley, it's that quilted. Cloths, okay. Yeah, yeah, I know Christy's it. Christy's got a bunch of yeah, it, my mom's and, got one. Yeah, you're,
1: yes, exactly. Yes, well, after a few hours, he finally calls the cops. Yes, Molly, this
0: is uh, Mike Garvin. Um, uh, I'm uh, calling about my
2: wife, she
0: just went out to walk because she said she was gonna walk by the ocean or something. Okay, so there's someone missing. So back home in Jacksonville, wait, 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 the 911 call uh-huh. hey, this is Steve Garvin, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Mike Garvin, like they should like, like they would know him. Like, hey, Mike, are you in town? <laughs> Yeah, he was that, super familiar. That bothered me. That nine one one call it was a little like, tight.
0: Hey, this is uh, yeah. Mike Garvin. Because I've thought of the few occasions you may have heard of me. The few occasions when I've had to call nine one one or uh-huh. police for anything. Hi, my name. I say, Hi, yeah. my name is. You know, and this is what I'm calling about. Not hey, this yeah. is uh. It's, let's it, meet for a drink later. That's the way it came chatty. across. Yeah, yeah. Back home, her friends
1: and family are surprised she's in Key West at all. She has said nothing to anybody about this trip, and they typically know what she's up to she's chatty she tells her friends
0: and they're like you're in Key West and this group does a lot of shit together there's three or four mm-hmm. of them I think that did a she's lot of stuff she's got tight friends
3: I was the last person to see Shirley and we really didn't talk about Shirley um leaving town Shirley told me nothing about going away nothing
1: so nobody at the hotel ever remembers even seeing that, this woman. immediately I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, so Cousin Fix thinks maybe she got bonked on the head because she likes to wear expensive jewelry, including a Rolex. <sighs>
0: but it was so funny. It, this is this is what really I, I'm casting judgment on, on on the Cousin. Cousin Fix? She wears diamond earrings and very nice rings. Uh-huh. And she wears a Rolex watch. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, honey.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it ain't all that. It ain't all that. That okay, we told the police that Shirley would probably have on her diamond earrings, that she would the rings that she would have on, and that she had a Rolex watch.
1: They bring in a sniffer dog, but he can find absolutely no trace of Shirley
0: anywhere. Now, think about that, people. Mm-hmm. People, the sniffer dog has come into the room, there's a suitcase with clothes mm-hmm. and stuff her in it. Her clothes in it, yep. The dog has smelled the clothes and can't find a scent. single
1: thing. Doesn't find a single... i just
0: think about that. Okay. And moving forward. So the next day, the Jacksonville paper
1: runs the story. I foolishly read the screen grab of that story being run because it actually is following the whole thing through, so I know what happens. So I'm not going to spoil the plot for everyone, but don't look too close if you watch this episode. yeah. (laughs) So they're combing the island
0: for clues. I love how the, I know Key West is tech. Is it technically an island? Yeah, it is an island mm-hmm. because I guess when I, it throws me because that road that goes all the way down. Well, it, you, you it have all, to, if you blink, you'll miss me. it when you go from right.
1: Cow Key to Key West. There's the bridge,
0: but yeah, they're all there are bridges. They're all connected. All I when I keep whenever I think of Key West, I think of flying into Key West, and I'm that is the most terrifying. Yeah, uh, that little landing. Something. The I landing took- was the most terrifying landing I've ever. Little itty bitty <laughs> plane, and as soon as those wheels hit the ground, they hit the brakes, and your head hits the seat. you. Yeah.
1: Same here. I took a flight from Key West back up to Miami when we were doing work down there one time, and we were in a prop plane, and it it had two seats on one side and one seat on the other, and it maybe sat 16 people. We were in... Turbulence for the entire thirty five minute flight. The stewardess never got up. We were bounced around so hard. People were literally holding on and I I weirdly wasn't that tweaked about it. Well, the plane seemed to be handling it, but it was just a violent yeah, yeah, yeah. shaking and
0: And the other thing is is at the at the Key West airport, they have those mannequins up on top of the airport. Yeah, it's it looks disturbing like an, It looks like an old the the old navy of like 20 30 years ago. Yeah. It looks like an old navy ad. Yeah. Because I got off the plane and I'm like, is what that what
1: the fuck is that? Yeah. That there's a cool bar in that uh, uh, I'm sure airport. there is
0: but there's also mannequins on the seal on the roof of the uh, of the airport
1: so they're combing the island for any clues and they actually find some sta- they actually find some sandals by the water that look like the kind that Shirley wore and they're wondering now if maybe she drowned but at this point the investigators learn that Mike's first wife died by suicide 16 years earlier and that Mike was the one that found her and and now it's Repeat the- that, Kevin? Mike's wife died by suicide. Suicide, you say? She hung herself. Oh my god! And Mike found her. And Mike found that her. that was sixteen years ago. You know how long he's been married to Shirley?
0: Sixteen years.
1: Sixteen years. <laughs> I guess he mourns really quickly, processes emotions like Niles. <laughs> so, uh, whatever, whatever, whatever. What's the? Oh, uh, what? What's the? it's the? Comedy? Frazier. Frazier. Jesus Christ! So now the cops are interviewing Mike. And they're asking him to recount how the day went. Mike says when they got there in the evening, he got takeout. He ordered, uh, he's like, oh, a chicken ranch sandwich, something like that. And he took it back to the room and ate it. And they, they ate their dinners and they went to bed. Mike said they checked into their
2: hotel and that he left to get them both dinner.
3: Ordered our evening meal. I think it was a ranch chicken sandwich or something like that. It was probably with french fries. Came back to the room, finished our meal, went to bed. Did you order two meals or just one? It was two. Two? Okay.
1: So they specifically said to Mike, how many dinners? And he said two. He specifically said two. They went back to the bar. The bartender says he only ordered one. They got his
0: credit card receipt. He ordered one meal. Right. But I want you to... Okay, here's another one of those. Uh, the red flag alert. Ding, ding. Mm-hmm. You've just taken your wife to Key West. Yeah. You're going to order a sandwich and stay in the and room. take it back to the Quality Inn and the suites. In the They're Quality
1: nice Inn. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Now they look at Mike's credit card activity, and they see that he has stopped at a convenience store in Miami. So they get the closed circuit, the CCT footage, and there he is, all alone. You see him come in, clearest day. It's weird. For once, the I security know. camera, he comes in clearest day. And
0: the other thing that I thought was particularly odd, he had on a white long sleeve shirt with the sleeves rolled up, yeah. I think, and black pants, mm-hmm. slacks.
1: It looks like he was going to the office. You're going
0: to Key West for the weekend, yeah. and you're wearing a long sleeve. You're wearing a button down white shirt and it didn't look.
1: Didn't look at all like he was going when to the U.S. for any kind of when fun. When I
0: travel, it is like t-shirt, it is soft, comfy clothes, mm-hmm. and yeah. Mm-mm-mm.
1: So yeah, it's super fishy. She does not come in. They're like, wouldn't she have gotten out to use the all restroom? After all that time
0: in the car she would have had to have to the bathroom. Get a drink, something.
1: The fact that she doesn't appear on the camera at all. So now they check the toll booth cameras, and after a pretty exhaustive imagine search, they get Mike paying long, the toll.
0: Imagine how long it took them. Even with like... Kind of guess- knowing the time? estimating times. Think of how many cars go through a toll booth. Booth, yeah, on a busy road, like I'm assuming 95 yeah, or, or 95. 95 South on the and, and and you know there's cameras all over those roads.
1: Well, they finally track, they finally see him. He's got a white Jaguar. Jaguar, and this is this is when we meet um, Special Agent. This is when we meet Special Agent Michelle O'Neill, or <laughs> as I like to call her, Eric Stoltz.
2: You see the car going through. You see it stopping to pay the toll, and then driving on through. When they enlarged the picture, they saw an empty passenger seat. We asked him where Shirley was sitting in the car. He said she was sitting in the front seat. We asked him if she ever got in the back seat. No, she never got in the back seat. She never reclined the seat. So at this point, we pull out the picture of the toll booth and show it to him. He looks at the picture, and we say, where's Shirley? Mike Garvin had no explanation. He says, I don't know. And he, at this point, starts to get very agitated. She looks Oh, my exactly God, she like did!
0: <laughs> oh, that's really funny. That's funny that you said that she did look like Eric Stoltz. That's very funny. So now they've got
1: Mike in the interview room, and they're asking him where Shirley would normally sit. Because he's it.
0: playing really hard agreeable. Oh, he's, yeah, he's answering agreeable. all the
1: questions.
0: He's, this yes. is when he
1: gets hard to get. And so they said, was she sitting in the back ever? No, she never sits in the back. Was she ever lie down and take a nap or anything? No, she was always in the seat. And then they pull out. They've enlarged enlarged the photo they've enhanced it as he's going through the toll booth and there's no Shirley that's funny and that's when he starts to get irritated so John Guy is the assistant state's attorney and you could tell this guy loves his job he's a <laughs> real bright-eyed um prosecutor <laughs> and he just lo- he just loves this shit <laughs> he's I he mean loves it sounds
0: job. horrible to say these prosecutors because usually when you think of a prosecutor you don't think of a in my okay this is my jaded opinion when I think of a prosecutor I think of somebody who wants to nail people and he does I don't wide-eyed. necessarily think of somebody who's trying to fight for good I think of somebody, the, the very few prosecutors I've met in my life mm-hmm. have been people who's like, I'll nail you. Like, they want the, they like they're looking hunt. for the fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For and this fight. guy
1: really, he's, he's really happy watching Mike Codan
0: <laughs> He was telling lies. And, and they were starting to be uncovered. And the more they uncovered, the deeper they found it and the harder they looked uh, for Shirley.
1: So Michelle, aka Eric, oh, goes that. to interview Mike's coworkers, and they didn't even know how? he was married. He was married for
0: sixteen, 16 years. years. They didn't know he was 16, married. Now, horrible. Think of how horrible he was I, married. I mean, for I get. I don't 16, know a lot about my coworkers, but sixteen years, <laughs> and they didn't know he was married. Is that's all? Yeah. When I heard that, I I thought this point, I laughed. At you know the, uh, the investigators are like, all just oh, looking mailed. at each other. I all the thing like, oh, he, he, he was married, <laughs> and you know, the coworkers like, he was married, he's married. Did you? I
1: didn't know he was Mike's married. going down, <laughs> they never did like him. <laughs> that's when the shit he's talk is creepy starts. looking. Yeah. That's funny that's funny. <laughs> they found no signs of foul play at the house, and Luminol turned up nothing, which
0: surprised me, but okay, me too. A little bit, but what about Mark's, <laughs> what about Mike's hard drive? No, that's a real different story. <laughs> okay, to play that, and then i because I want to say something. Michael Garvin was living the life of a bachelor. He was soliciting people online. He was sending flowers to women. He had just met uh, arranging dates with women, just as he would if he were single. Okay. okay. Yeah. He might as so, well be single for all okay, that hard so drive now. Knows. So now, I, I don't, I'm not trying to be controversial. I'm not, I swear to God, I'm not trying to be controversial. Controversial? Controversial. I think they're both correct. Oh, okay. Well, look at that. So, I, in my, in my personal life, I've known many—I don't know very many women. I don't think I know any women— but I've known very, uh, I've known a few men who have been married who were still kind of on the prowl, right? And I would, and they were on these websites yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh-huh. and all this kind of Cheating. stuff. And I'm not, <laughs> I'm not trying to to bash on men here, but men are pigs. Yeah, I've always said that. All men Most are, pigs. Of them are. even the nice guys are, they, you know. There's a but, hey. um, <laughs> yeah, I, but you know, but, yeah, I, I'm not trying to. No, 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 know, no, 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 but, but that. There's, but there's but a lot the of, kind, okay. But think about this guy. This.
1: Mike's definitely trash. He's ma- He's trash.
0: He he's married, and he's now he's on multiple I'm dating sites. I'm not even trying to. Okay, now this is horrible because I, I I'm I'm not trying to say something nice about him, but I'm trying to say something nice about him. So I know that's very contradictory. He's married, and he's on these sites saying he's single and or divorced, mm-hmm. and he's has an active dating life. Yeah, yeah. Now <laughs> it's I'm really sorry. I, that's really fucked up. He should not be doing that. No, I don't understand why people do that. If you're right. not happy, leave. Get out.
1: I've said it right. a million times. He was even on Match.com, and that he is was, not even. That's not even a dating site. That's a, I'm looking for a life partner I site. Know. And he said he's divorced. All so. these,
0: all these things, and all I'm going to say is, I cannot imagine. I cannot imagine being a single woman mm-hmm. and having to deal with this kind of because shit. men are just the worst. Well. And I'm not saying that all women are great and they don't make any sense. That's not what I'm saying, but. I, I've just personally experienced so many guys. Yeah, my brother that, Mike would never do anything like this. But your brother Mike's... <laughs> like you're a real... I've said this to you. You are a really good guy. You, <laughs> you would put yourself in jeopardy trying to help someone you didn't know. You True. are a good guy. Most... I would- People, yeah. I think you're painting a lo- with a pretty broad brush. I am because I, I'm just. <laughs> yeah, I know. You've seen a lot. We've all seen a lot I, of garbage. Such cynical, I, I'm such a I, cynical. I'm such have, I have cynical, person. I've more
1: friends who, who are, and, and, you know. and, and
0: you know, and what is it? Chris Rock says you're only as uh, loyal as your options. Oh wow, that's and, brutal. And well, but you know, I, I, well, that's, that's, that's that. We've established that Mike's
1: trash. And okay. Most men are trash. So my
0: point. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, is, I feel sorry for single women. Okay, not that I feel sorry for them, but I'm like. You don't know. All right. Are you married? No. Right. Are you no no? And, you know, and then and, he's married, has three kids. Yeah, you there's know. a lot of that. So, men, men. A lot of these men on these apps and these and these programs are cheaters, yes. and it's a horrible thing because the women that he's meeting are uh, legitimate,
1: uh, yes. right? Okay. And so that's what I'm trying to say. Thank okay. You. So now Nancy Fix, her cousin that you said is from Central Casting, are. is at dinner with Mike while all of this is going on. With and she turns to him face. and asks him, you know, Mike, how are you doing through all of this? <laughs>
3: we were sitting in this restaurant having lunch. And I put my hand on his arm and I said, Mike, how are you getting through this? And he said, you know, Nancy. I'm the type of person. I never look back. I always look forward. So, what a weird fucking thing to
1: say. I don't, I'm the kind of person who never looks back. He's not like, I sure miss Shirley. I sure hope she's okay. I am the kind of person who never looks back. Don't you think that's a fucked up thing to say? Even if you're trying to cover up a murder. And that's
0: the other thing. You know you did it, fake it. Yeah, at least fucking yeah, fake pre- pretend it.
1: Tend to be upset, so he's such a psychopath. So Mike has eighty six thousand dollars in credit card
0: 80, debt. And I that was 20 not years ago. I would not be able to sleep.
1: That's a hundred thousand easy. If I had,
0: if I had eighty six thousand dollars in credit card not yeah, and at like seventeen percent, twenty percent. I would not. I I would not be able to sleep. Yeah. At night. Well,
1: clearly Mike could. So
0: well, we know
3: why. It wasn't until. Shortly before she disappeared Louder That I ever heard her say anything Even remotely unkind about him
1: So yeah, Shirley told her friends that she was planning on leaving Mike because he was too irresponsible with money. Most of the assets are in her name. So she's let a couple of close friends know.
0: 16 years. Yeah. Yeah. 16 years.
1: So the cops put a GPS tracker on Mike's white Jaguar, unbeknownst Uh to him, and they start monitoring his whereabouts. So about six weeks after Shirley disappeared, Mike drives out to an abandoned golf course about 20 miles away. Coincidentally, Hmm. he received a cell phone call while he was at that very location on the morning he went to Key West so they take cadaver dogs and the to the location and the cadaver dogs hit on the retention pond they indicate that there's you know cadaver smells or whatever Something in there so yeah. they take about a week to drain this retention pond oh, and they get nothing which is horrible
2: we take cadaver dogs up there and they hit on a pond close by an area where the GPS shows he stopped for several minutes. It took park officials about a week to drain the entire retention pond, but they found nothing. It's very disappointing. We spent a week doing that, and we're still back to square one.
1: Sorry about that, Eric. So the next time he goes to the same location, the cops ask a park ranger to check on him. He's gone to this exact same location yet again several
0: weeks later. He's with a woman he met online. And the funny part about that, they were going to go hiking. Yeah. This guy is shaped like a potato. Mm -hmm. This
1: man does not go hiking. Yeah, no. And eventually, he's parked 30 feet away from an Um, area. when They they do a grid search, and they find an area with disturbed soil. They do um, probe it, and they feel something down there. They dig it up. It's Shirley. She's wrapped in plastic garbage bags, wrapped with silver duct tape.
2: There was an area that had looked a little bit different. The ground surface looked a little bit different than the areas around it so we had crime scene probe it, which consists of putting a pole down into the dirt, and it can tell you whether the sand or dirt had been, has been disturbed. Just a few feet below the surface was a human body, wrapped in trash bags and sealed with duct tape. It was Shirley Garvin. On her wrist was the date of her death.
3: Her watch had stopped. It was just rolling to the 26th. I can't imagine.
0: Okay, first of all, you've killed your wife, which is horrible. You take her to a spot and bury her. Mm-hmm. Then you come back and check. And, and then he'll... you come back again, again and on, on a, a date. date. It's
1: disgusting.
0: Unbelievable.
1: Shirley's Rolex, which is one of those self-winding ones. Yes. It stopped on the 26th of January, you, which was the day warned. that he yeah, was supposed yeah. to have
0: gone. Self-winding.
3: I absolutely thought I was just going to crumble. That I was going, I was sick to my stomach. I mean, there wasn't any part of me that I was controlling at that point. And I felt greater loss than I've ever, ever felt in my life.
1: We're at uh, Shirley's, uh, the cemetery visiting Shirley's uh, Headstone. And there's a lot of snow, so that she clearly got buried back up north. She wasn't buried in Jacksonville. uh,
0: In my research, she was from Washington, D.C. Oh, okay. And they had lived in Virginia Beach for a long period of time before moving to Jacksonville.
1: Okay, yes. so we find out that uh, Shirley had been shot in the head with a 22 caliber pistol. So the cops get a warrant to search the house. They don't find a pistol, but they find three rolls of duct tape. Two of them do not look at all like the duct tape that they found on Shirley, but one of them does. And Donna Wallace is a crime lab analyst.
2: I was able to roll out two of the rolls of duct tape because it had visual differences from the tape on the bags. It was slightly different in color and it had indentations along the surface of the tape. It's called a fracture match exam and it's the type of exam where you, it's like a forensic puzzle, try to put the pieces back together to see if they were at one time a single piece.
1: She's doing what is called a fracture match exam and she went through every piece of duct tape found on Shirley and she gets a perfect Match. And it's the, incredible. And
0: the thing that I love about this, this is another one of those. The, he's so stupid. Mm-hmm. So there were three rolls of duct tape found in the house. Yeah. W- the one on that top he, of the water the one <laughs> he used. The one he used was was I don't want to say warped, but it was warped. Mm-hmm. So the tape had like a, a funky, like little curved, like bumps. Well, there in was it. that,
1: but the, but the, it was actually you know I, how duct yes. tape has that
0: like cloth in it. But what? I, but you did you hear her say? I looked at the tape and I knew this tape matched just from seeing it. Right. She said visibly she could tell it was
1: the same thing. Well, she used this high-power microscope, and she literally lined it up perfectly yes she Even, used that you know, but
0: she literally looked at the tape and went that's that tape yeah before she did any of those steps well tests. she was able to show that it was not only so that's identical like it was, was a y- precise match where the
1: tear one of the tears absolutely matched one of the exactly. pieces exactly together like
0: a glove but there was gray tape gray tape and literally like for lack of a better description there was purple polka dotted duct tape that's how different this one roll was mm-hmm. and that's the roll he used so, Mike
1: is arrested and charged with murder, and Michelle, aka Eric, gives us a summary. Stop.
2: We have his inconsistent statements. We have toll booth videos that show that Shirley was not in the car. We have the GPS that led us right to her body. We have the duct tape matches, and we have his girlfriends. We're ready to take it to trial. <laughs>
1: You sticking up for her? All right, that's Are you kidding. sweet on her? Well, no, but it's just, come on now. Well, Eric Stoltz is a very Poor pretty man. <laughs> but that's just <laughs> it. So they suspect that Mike knew Shirley was going to leave, and they speculate that on the night of January 25th, Mike shoots Shirley when she comes back from what sounds like a daily shopping exactly. trip.
0: It sounds like she did it every single day. <laughs> well, she was a wealthy woman when, you know, she mm. was retired. She liked to shop. She was a country club kind of a guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is the part that I didn't understand when they talked about the Lumino. Uh They're just... In the garage. Their description is is that he killed her in the garage and wrapped her up with the duct tape and the plastic. There was so there was no blood splatters at that's all. That's what I couldn't understand either. He must have really scrubbed with like bleach but and that's everything. Not gonna take, that's not going to take it. That's not going to sand it all. Sand it? Well, but that yeah. I don't but, know. They mm. didn't
1: they didn't do it. But he puts her in the trunk of her his and he car left her,
0: and by the description, the way I thought that it was inferred that she was in the trunk of his car for a day and a half before he buried her. Yeah. Yeah. It was implied. You inferred. Oh, her. implied! Oh, <laughs> bravo, big Bravissimo. word user.
1: So he puts her in the trunk of his car, and then he goes to his girlfriend, and for the first time ever, he spends the
0: night. And she corroborates and that she later. And she says, and she says, that's the first time he'd spend the night. That's the first time he called her on his cell phone. Like there were all these firsts. Yep. Right
1: after. It, it's just writing itself. So they have him cornered. They now believe that he may have killed his first wife, but since she was cremated, they don't have anything to go back to. So and there was. The no
0: the, autopsy. Yeah, there's and no to, uh, there autopsy. Was no reports or anything from the first one.
1: So reenactment Garvin, by the way, looks a lot like actual yes, Garvin. Does. He did, yes, right? He did, yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yes, he did yes. So anyway, Garvin pleads guilty, he avoids a uh, a trial and public humiliation. That's because, what he says yeah. he's
0: doing it. He knew he was guilty, knew he wouldn't get yeah. away with he knew it. He wouldn't. And it was just and gonna cost a lot of money, but he didn't understand.
1: have Yeah, and that he'd just be humiliated publicly or or and and shamed. Well So he gets life, Michelle, Eric, and cousin Fix close it out. The
2: science <laughs> in this case is better than an eyewitness because the science doesn't lie or doesn't get confused or
3: forget. But it's never going to bring Shirley back, and we know that. But at least by leaving that courtroom, having him sentenced to life, we knew we had done everything we could for Shirley. So,
1: yeah, that's the tale of uh, Shirley Garvin and Mike Garvin and... Mark in McGarvin,
0: male my, oh, prostitute. Stop it. So, in my research, uh, she had paid a lot of money to help his daughter mm-hmm. go through school. Wow. So she'd paid a lot of money to help with her education. Yeah. He was uh, was in jail. I don't. I, what what year was this? Okay, I'm, sorry, I'm fucking this up. What year was this again? 2003. To, so he went in jail in 2003. He died in 2017. And the okay. picture of him, you know, his. Pre- oh yeah, as much. The, his his mugshot he he had lost all of his hair or he had shaved his head because mm-hmm. he had a, a white full head, uh, full head of white hair and he looked that's Gaunt. what I was going back to the point <laughs> that's what I was trying to say earlier about the dating thing this is not an attractive man he was not an attractive
1: guy and prison is hard on people and he, he <laughs> looked like he wore every minute of it prison, yeah
0: prison had been very hard on him so and, and then there was a third thing they had been we glossed over it in the beginning they were very active in a country club yeah. setting the, she was even involved local politics Lo- local politics and country club so she was she was going to be missed yeah. like there was no way this wasn't going to go quietly so i don't understand the so logic
1: he, of this and he committed the crime he 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 made sure that it took place down in key west cuz th- he figured all the police activity Correct. would
0: be down there and then jacksonville they wouldn't look for her up in jacksonville and uh and i believe it was uh, the cousin fix mm-hmm. said something like uh why couldn't you just been a man and left and that i like i love i know you said that to me. i really liked that yeah. like you know what, all that, what did it get you? Yeah. What did it get? It got you nothing. Yeah, and you've you've killed probably you've two ki- people and you're in... You pro- you're- got away with it once. You right. thought you could get away with it again. She was too popular. She was too loved. And... And you were an idiot and, and yeah. you got, you know, yeah.
1: So <sighs> let's close it out with that. If you're not happy in a relationship, just leave. leave. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Or, Have a good night. Or whatever. That's
0: something... The girl can't help it, she's in love with me Can't help it, the girl can't help it